Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Hey, Ashley. Hello, hello. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. How about yourself? We here, we back on the mic, so all is well. It's very fall outside. Like, leaves are falling, all the colors are out, yellows and reds. I got to experience some of that while I was in Ohio, and it was gorgeous. It was cool today in Florida. It was Was in the 50s. And y'all don't judge me, but I did cut on my heat to cut the chill off my house. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Girl, you are doing the most, but okay. I don't like being cold. So when I woke up and my house was not on its usual mid-70s, oh, we had to change that. So, Which mm -mm. is insanity, but I digress. Listen, (laughs) y'all who like it a little toasty in y'all homes, y'all feel me, so... Yeah, but fall is a beautiful season. I do like seeing the leaves change and all of that. It's lovely. It's very cool. Very cool. And uh, we even carved a pumpkin. So we are in the festivities. The one thing I have not done, Ashley, I've not gotten anything pumpkin spiced anything, but Mm. um, just yet. So I've never had a pumpkin spice latte. I know that's the big thing this time of year, but I do fuck with pumpkin bread. Okay. Really? Oh my gosh. I love some. It reminds me of carrot cake. I think that's what it is. Interesting. It's, but it's, it's all about the spices, literally. Pumpkin doesn't taste like anything. Yeah, but it's so Dorothy Lane Market in particular, which I wish yes. they would bring back the original one that I had years ago. It was so good. That pumpkin bread was so on point. You know what? When my in-laws came into town a couple of weekends ago, we went to the pumpkin patch and shout out to Blooms and Berries in Ohio. They had this pumpkin roll that was quite delicious. Mm -hmm. And I was taken aback, but overall, I enjoy a good apple cider and a hot donut. And that's because I'm from Michigan, I feel like. (laughs) I had one coworker whose wife used to make a really good pumpkin roll. And I don't be eating coworkers' food like that. I'm going to put that out there. But Understood. This this lady, I would eat her pumpkin roll every year. It's very, very good. (laughs) Very, very good. So I feel you. There is some good, there are some good treats and some good eats. I'm not, are you a, are you a, um, a caramel apple person i'm not i've never understood that i have had some amazing caramel apples in my life but i don't need them like Mm. it's not like i look for them again dorothy lane market amazing caramel apples because they give you the good apples and they got that good good caramel but you're not like the mayor in hocus pocus that we'll be recapping next week correct my friend (laughs) correct (laughs) he was upset he was like listen my evening is ruined (laughs) 
forget the evening my holiday season is ruined how could y'all do this to me I loved him from beef so like I can't he's just he's just humorous to me and everything so let's get into these quick headlines and hot topics we're gonna start off with some sad news I am looking at the BBC news Robbie Coltrane Harry Potter actor dies at 72 this was unexpected news, Ashley, that was announced this week. He died in a hospital um, in Scotland, a pouring out of love and tributes to this talented actor who was in Bond films. I didn't know he was in Golden Eye and The World Is Not Enough. I I didn't realize some of those features either. I mean, he's Hagrid. That's that's who he is for me. And that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb, frankly. <laughs> and as a person who has not watched all of the movies, but he has always been a standout character, even for someone who is not as familiar with the franchise like myself. Uh, speaking of Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe paid, paid tribute in a statement that says, Robbie was one of the funniest people I've met and used to keep us laughing constantly as kids on set. He's like, I've, I've especially fond memories of him keeping our spirits up on the prisoner of Azkaban when we were all hiding from the torrential rain for hours in Hagrid's hut and he was telling stories and cracking jokes to keep morale up. I feel incredibly lucky that I got to meet and work with him and very sad that he passed. He was an incredible actor and a lovely man. And the other tribute I'd like to highlight today, uh, JK Rowling, she says, I'll never know anyone remotely like Robbie again. He was an incredible talent, a complete one-off, and I was beyond fortunate to know him, work with him, and laugh my head off with him. I send my love and deepest condolences to his family, above all his children. Very sad news, Ashley. For sure. When I saw it, I was like, not Hagrid. Did not realize he was even 72. I forget Girl. how quickly time seems to go by and the fact I that I love these. Though. Yeah, and the fact that I love these films, you know, when I was still in middle school and high school. So yes. obviously the cast has aged, makes sense he's aged too. But it's just nice to reflect and to see the tributes and all of that to his life. It seems like everyone who encountered him had... Uh, kind words from the Harry Potter set in particular, because again, he'll always be Hagrid to me. But I think there's something special about folks who are beloved by children when they work with them. Yes. You know, unlike the Bill Murrays of the world who've had Listen. negative stories come out about their engagement with not only children, but pretty much everybody. But what about James Corden? That was a surprise that was interesting i know he they've um, made amends and he's apologized and that's too odd it's too odd yeah i'm not sure but i think there is definitely something special in the acting world because you know kids need to be a little more insulated and need to need a little more protection yes. when they're on these sets so i i respect and appreciate him for that for sure and being such a beloved character i'm glad that it seems like he made such a great mark on camera and behind the scenes I agree. 
Rest in peace. All right, Ashley, let's go ahead and go into our second quick headline today. This is from Variety. Creed 3 trailer puts Michael Bay Jordan in the ring against Jonathan Majors. Ashley, the promo rolled out on Tuesday and it's a lot of muscles and a lot of chocolate. <laughs> first of all, I need to know your first thoughts when you saw this trailer. I need to know what my, were you thinking? My first thoughts, I shouldn't have watched it because I wanted to go into some of these things cold. I feel like a lot of times trailers give me too much. I don't I don't want to know all these things. I want to go in and be like blown away cuz I didn't even know the the details of their relationship, what that dynamic was going to be like, the fact right. that they I thought he was just going to be a rival, right? Exactly. Or I didn't even even that part, right? The dynamics of them fighting each other. I I wasn't sure, right? Cuz I hadn't tried to look too much into it. And I have another friend who's like this I just, trailers just give too much away. That's why at one point in time, I was thinking about being a producer who did movie trailers because I just feel like y'all are giving me too much detail. Leave I a little bit and on the cutting room floor, people. It's just like that. Shout out to Kylie, our supporter from the very, very beginning. So to speak to the trailer, Jordan returns as Adonis, a son of Rocky Balboa's fierce competitor Apollo Creed but the actor isn't just throwing punches at Major's character it says that it marks Jordan's directorial debut so um, in the first two movies his incredible collaborator and V Black Panther director Ryan Coogler he's not on as director and so Jordan stepped up for this particular film also the rocky is no longer a part of the project apparently there was some not conflict of interest but their their creative desire for the film i guess went in different directions what i will say to this is i was aware of jonathan majors from lovecraft country he has always been fit but I have never seen him in this light ever. And he's putting Michael Bay Jordan to shame a little bit. <laughs> he got body, yaddy, yaddy. Body, yaddy, yaddy, Ashley. I was not ready. I mean, I was because we saw the pictures, you know, come out a couple of months ago. But yo. We talked about this, I think, off mic and recently. Sometimes I don't even know if people know what their bodies are capable of until they have that trainer who's like, we we're about to push your body we did and say get that. you together. I'm sure you ate a lot of chicken, a lot of eggs and white rice. Goodness gracious. Okay, so <laughs> are you going to see this movie? I'm absolutely going to see it. Now, is my heart ready? Because Creed 2 pushed me when they almost tried to kill my guy, Michael B. Jordan, very early in that film. Spoiler alert, sorry for anybody who has not seen Creed 2. I have not seen Creed 2, so thanks. Sorry. <laughs> it was a lot for me emotionally. So am I ready for this one? 
now it's black on black crime. I don't know how I feel just yet, but I'm definitely gonna watch it. That's not a question. It's just am I emotionally ready? Was he successful? Yeah. I'll let you find out. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you, Ashley. Let's go ahead and get into our third quick headline. This is from Harper's Bazaar. Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez pose for pics at Academy Museum Gala. So over the weekend, the Academy Award Museum, this is their second year being open. It was a star-studded event. I posted um, votes coverage on our social media, highlighting some of the incredible fashion. Shout out to Jessica Justine because she be killing it out here in these streets. But this picture is kind of a big deal, considering the saga that is Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez, and a lot of people give Haley Bieber a lot of flag because there's this idea that there was some overlapping in relationships and so much so that Haley is still being bullied to this day. Literally weeks ago, she was on a podcast called Call Call Her Daddy, stating that it was a close chapter between him and Selena when they got together. Point blank. She is very adamant. She said, was never in a relationship with him when he was with anybody else. And it got so bad that even, I guess, Haley was calling out Selena for not taming her fans, so to speak. So this definitely seems like an ideal opportunity when it comes to publicity and these celebrities. Do you have any thoughts on this particular social media moment? Because that's who it was for. It was for the gram, frankly. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it just closes the chapter on this dynamic and still having Selena Gomez even in the conversation. It's been years at this point. They're married. They've gone through multiple health crises together that we're aware of. Yes. I'm sure they're going to be having trying to have some children. Let Selena live in peace. Let them live in peace. Like, I feel like it's really the fandom that has fanned the flames and kept it going. Yes. It was something when it first happened. That's the truth. It seemed like it was he completely was out of bikes left field. With Selena one yeah. day and the next day he's with Haley and they got married literally months after. That's what it felt like. Well, I think too, the public narrative had been so as if Selena and Justin were the ones for each other and it didn't work out necessarily when they were really young. So then when they first, when they got back together, when they were a little bit older, it was like, oh, this is going to be it. They're going to be the ones to get married. Like Haley, I remember Justin dating her, but it seemed casual. Like this right. is the public narrative, right? Yes. So yes. then once you find out they get together and then not just get, get together, get married. I was like, what the hell is going on? seemed very young right yeah and it just seemed like you know your heart really moved on that fast that's how it felt yeah it was like whiplash yes. but we don't know the inner workings as usual of these people's lives so let them move on let selena find her a man that she's going to be interested in having and not dwelling on justin bieber for the rest of her life like let that woman move on and let Haley, hallie hallie Haley. i don't know Haley. I think. <laughs> Let Haley Bieber, because I appreciate that in the notes, you you put some respect to her name and said Mrs. Bieber. And that's his whole wife, people. Let's stop talking about this. Let's move on. 
And this is also a big deal because Selena did play into that narrative with some of her music. Honestly, one of my favorite songs from her is called Look At Her Now. And it's all about moving on from a toxic relationship. So I'm just trying to say. I get what you're saying, but uh, she's a musician as well as an actress and entertainer. So a lot of musicians put their personal lives into their music. It does, And it doesn't even mean it was just Justin. Maybe it was The weekend. Girl, she's like... <laughs> One of the one of my favorite lyrics is um, someday she'll find love and that's if she wants it. Essentially, you know, taking the power back, but it's like, look at me now. Anyway, it was juicy. I'm getting paper. Look at me now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I mean, this is why we have our podcast, of course, but I do miss Daily Pop on E because I miss Justin Sylvester's um takes on these things <laughs> justin will be back in some form or capacity if only a social media show that he's going to start maybe he's going to be one of the key headliners on key tv network how about that shout out kiki all right let's get into our hot topic ashley your money good because summer 2023 is about to be lit. It's like, is my money good? Shit, I hope so. Who are we talking <laughs> about? <laughs> there are rumors that Riri, Rihanna, Beyonce, even Taylor Swift going on stadium tours next year. You can miss me with Taylor Swift, though. We've already had this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> love you taylor but no. but it's worth mentioning ashley no i get you that's what i'm saying in terms of my money what i'm throwing my money at it ain't gonna be a taylor swift stadium stadium tour that's all i'm saying so go ahead starting with riri i'm looking at billboard here it says does rihanna's super bowl halftime performance mean a tour is coming superstars like beyonce madonna and the weekend have used the halftime show to launch tours in the past there's also rumors that Riri got new music coming out. This is from Vulture saying that she potentially has two songs that's going to be a part of the Black Panther soundtrack. Oh, movie coming out this this year, 11-11. So I think it would be a wise decision for her to go on tour after the halftime show. Um, in the Billboard article, they talked about both times Beyonce went on tour um, when she had her solo tour for formation and the Mrs. Carter tour, I'm telling you, when you see Beyonce, you do spend, you, you, you need to spend bucks. Uh, so are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you going to be going? Are you going to see Riri? Who do you care about? Do you care about either of these artists that I listed? How dare you ask me if I care about Beyonce? Oh, absolutely i care about beyonce now i have seen beyonce twice already in Thanks. concert i feel like i'm definitely curious about beyonce's tour if this should pass especially because as we've mentioned there's still no visuals girl so if beyonce is waiting for the tour to give us more than i absolutely have to attend that's the way to hook me is I'm not giving y'all a lot until I hit the road. Yes, then I have to go. Absolutely, I have to I'm go. I'm just surprised she didn't release these visuals in time for Halloween, though. Because, like, sis, I was wanting to know the looks for Cozy. Beyonce is keeping y'all gasping. 
we don't even know when she's planning to release the other two parts of renaissance so she's keeping y'all gasping and possibly for good reason she's not going to disappoint the fans of course now rihanna i am also curious about rihanna but rihanna has had me waiting for a very very long time for new music so i'm gonna have to let the music speak before i can make a sound judgment about whether or not i'm gonna pay money to see her on tour because i haven't seen rihanna in person yet i've not seen rihanna in person um, in this Vulture article, it says we've waited 2,454 days <laughs> for even the flimsiest of Rihanna music news. And so today <laughs> they're reporting that potentially release new music for Black Panther couldn't be sweeter. We haven't had new music for Rihanna since 2016. And she has a whole kid, lest we forget that she popped a whole baby out. So we don't know what her personal life plans are and if she wants to have her child on the road with her for this tour, if her and ASAP plan on having more children. Who knows? That part. I will say this. My favorite narrative for Rihanna on these internets, courtesy of Black Twitter, is... Children are so expensive that even Rihanna has to go back. To work. <laughs> <I saw that laughs> Y'all are ridiculous. Tickle me pink. All right, Ashley, let's go ahead and get into our final hot topic for today. I feel like you've left time and room because you are excited about this. I feel like my cheeks are hurting because I'm smiling so much. <laughs> we are finally going to talk about Olivia Wilde and this Jason Sudeikis in Harry Styles drama. The fact that you labeled it worry darling in the notes told me everything I needed to know. I said, oh, she's themed this. <laughs> I cannot get enough of this mess. Oh my gosh. So in this scathing article from the Daily Mail, a former nanny talks about her working for the famous couple, watching over their two children and seemingly being witness to the unraveling of their relationship and the budding relationship between her and Harry Styles. This is the most scandalous article I've read in a very, very long time. I think this is up there. It might not mean as much, but it's kind of up there with entanglement a little bit. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow, that's, that's a high That's a setting. very high bar, but I'm yeah. trying to put things in perspective. But this is... Well, it's another, it's another like nanny scandal to me. So put it on par with like Jude Law, Sienna Miller era, Ben Affleck, Jen Garner era. Like have y'all not learned y'all lesson with these nanny scandals in Hollywood? But Jason wasn't fucking that. (laughs) That we know of. Touche. Some of those lonely nights when he's crying on the shoulder. Maybe that's the one thing she didn't slip. Maybe that's the one thing. But she is telling all the tea. So here with some receipts. Of, with that's, receipts. That's the ugly part. It's like, I got to read the text. Woo. I was up this morning getting ready and I could not take my eyes off like these text messages. So let's start from the beginning. Basically, to your point, Ashley, this nanny has received text messages from both Olivia Wilde as well as Jason Sudeikis. Up until this point, if you believe Olivia Wilde's account of what happened, her and Jason had been over. She was 
directing this film, her relationship evolved with Harry. From Jason, we always knew he was a little perturbed. Salty. About the situation, which always seemed very conflicted. Like, who do you be- who do you believe between the two, right? It's like a he said, she said thing. But then with the way Florence was acting, being friends, like her ex being friends with Jason and her not feeling comfortable with the budding relationship with Olivia and Harry, it added more color. And the film festival, how Florence didn't show up or didn't do any interviews and all that jazz was kind of like a chef's kiss. You know what I mean? When it comes to like, yeah, she didn't like none of this (laughs) and she is not hiding it. And she is getting support from Chris Pine, who has definitely made his way up on the Chris list. (laughs) He was gorgeous with that long hair, by the way, because, you know, I love the salt and pepper moment, but yes to the long hair. Yes to that white suit he was wearing. Anyway, (laughs) he just seems very unproblematic to me. And those are my favorite type of men. So amen. Amen, sister. And now from this nanny's account, we find out that Jason is saying Olivia ain't showing up for the children the way she said she was going to be. She was making a freaking salad for Harry and Jason laid out on the ground in front of her car to prevent her from going to feed this British singer. I love how everybody has hopped on this damn salad dressing situation. Olivia releasing the recipe. Like, I guarantee you it's trash. Ashley, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, like, my question is, it's feeling like Olivia was smitten by Harry and was willing to risk it all, which she apparently did to be with him, right? You know what I've started to think about with Olivia Wilde, and this is just my general perception. I think she is someone who is a narrative controller. And that fits with her being a director, right? I think she wants to control the public narrative about her, about her family, about the situation with Harry, about what happened on set. And I think everything is way messier then she wants anyone to know or believe. So I think she's a sugar coder. And that also possibly could have happened in her relationship because some of what the nanny was saying about yes. how she was still texting him that she loved him and all this, yes. like, even while she was pursuing this, maybe she doesn't deal well with conflict. Maybe she's someone who was very conflicted about her feelings. But to me, it definitely seemed like, ma'am, I, I, I'm not, I can't believe your side anymore. Like things are not stacking up for me to believe that things are truthful. It seems like the mess is messy AF and you're just trying to keep it, the perception of it as, you know, very, she's very waspy. I guess maybe that's the best way to say it. She's one of those, the house could be burning down and she going to tell you everything is fine. You know what? When this explosive article came out, again, everything is alleged, but again, it's not looking too good. I don't care how you spin it, according to what you even just said just now. But I am reminded of how she was served on stage yep. for custody. And 
Jason coming out saying, oh, that wasn't, you know, I had nothing to do with it. That feels very intentional. It feels rich and it feels like it absolutely was planned. You cannot tell me otherwise. Yes, technically when people are served, you have no control over it. But when I tell you, if he was not at home doing shots, finding out. (laughs) I guarantee you, even if it wasn't intentional, he cackled. That when he found I'm out saying. for sure he cackled he gave somebody a high five listen i think he was very upset and yes. i wonder now how harry feels about being a homewrecker because that's he's a homewrecker based he's on these reports on tour letting all these girlies scream for him also according to this article the nanny said that jason does not want any of harry's music played around his children and who can blame him if it really went down the way that he's alleging it did? If it was vice versa, if it was a man leaving his established family, which we see much more often for some young little tenderoni uh, music artist, yes, it would, people will be people will be upset. So that's what I'm saying. I wonder how Harry feels because you know Harry has this persona of being very sweet, yes. very thoughtful, yep. very you know on the right side of history in terms of all the things so very how progressive you, how do you feel about you know, how do you reconcile yeah the, this thought that you would have you know slid in them cheeks while she was still supposed to be at home you know it all i can't believe i'm gonna say this i almost wonder if jason had a level of insecurity about that with her because I remember when they first got together, I was like, whoa, she must like to laugh. And don't get me wrong, he's he's a cutie, but I would never have put them together initially. So many comedians do that, though. They're able to date up, you know, because that is, that is a thing. Yes, because we, we apparently found out that Bill Hader is... Is, um, and packing. Rachel Bilson was, yeah, she packing. was heartbroken over that man. And she was with Hayden Christensen. Ugh. That part... Hey, Christensen was on my list for a little minute. Do y'all hear me? Y'all remember Takers? Of course. Finest cast of men at that time. And I was like, this is, we're done. Like y'all got, y'all got all my faves in this. Even Jay Hernandez. Girl. Everybody. Say less. Say less. Idris. I know exactly what you're saying. Michael. I know exactly what you're saying. Chris Brown at the time. Like anyway, point is. You know, funny guys definitely seem like they date up. But once Jason got the beard, it was like. Yes. What we say, Ashley, beards save lives. They really Beards do. absolutely save lives. But you know what I can say about all this is I hope that if this was as messy as it seems and all of that, Jason is also able and hopefully putting this in the rear view. You got Ted Lasso. You killing the game right now, Jason. But I can't imagine reading reaching the heights of your career and your home life falling apart like this in such a public way. It makes me think of going back to our recap of the Devil Wars Prada. Remember he told Mm -hmm. Anne Hathaway in the movie, Stanley Tucci's character, once your personal life completely implodes, let me know it means it's time for a promotion. Like Mm -hmm. I don't, everybody doesn't get that fairy tale of I got a great home life and I got a great career at the same time. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, if it was this messy, yeah, it may have dampered some of the excitement for Ted Lasso. But hey, this may be the project of your life and of your career. I hope you're enjoying some of it. That's all I can say. Poor Jason. 
And I'm sure he doesn't want any of our sympathy. But... And, I mean, and I can't even, I don't even want to make it seem like I feel like one is the villain and one is True. the victim because to, she may have really felt like the relationship was already over yes. for her, but yeah. you possibly did not communicate that to your partner that this was like over. Something a guy would say. So I don't Ooh. know. Ooh. You think she a little Thank cold? You. Think she a little cold blooded? She's gorgeous. That is one thing, but she's looking, I don't know. So here's this tweet. I posted this on our stories. They had me cackling. This is from pop culture. They reposted it. It's like, why does anyone even care about celebrity gossip? <laughs> I just read a headline that said, Jason Sudeikis laid down in front of Olivia Wilde's car to stop her from bringing Harry Styles a salad with special dressing. <laughs> Am I just supposed to scroll past that and go on about my day? <laughs> you know, some people are like, who the hell are these people? And then you got people <laughs> like us who are like, oh my God, let me Google every article that has been written today about this situation. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not super invested because I'm not a super fan of either or like deep into Same. either of their careers, Same. but it is some white mess that is for damn sure maybe yeah. that that needs to be a new segment that we have for <laughs> dedicated in, in white mess today <laughs> man man oh man all right ashley that's all i got today what all are right. we happen it's spooky season what are we recapping? it is we told y'all we were gonna get into some halloween stuff because we know we've been celebrating our birthday month and all that jazz but hocus pocus too guys last year we did hocus pocus so it's only right that we recap this long awaited sequel to this holiday classic it is on disney plus all the sanderson sisters are back if you have not checked it out, make sure you do and come back and join us for that recap. Come little children, I'll take thee away. Has, that's, that's my jam. Has Sarah Jessica Parker sang on any other project? Like, I know she did stuff as a child. Yes. But as an adult, actor. has she? I don't know, friend. I don't know either. Because I was thinking about that as I was watching this. I was like, I know Bette Midler. For music, you know, obviously beneath my damn girl, rooms. she's the bet. <laughs> and I was like, like Sarah yeah. Jessica, like I don't know if I've really heard you sing that much, but neither here nor there. Just Into a question. The land of enchantment. I love that. I I was a very gothic child, like well, not gothic, but I like dark things <laughs> or like you know sad endings because it was poetic. I was deep in that way. And um, I love to get minor moment. You and are that was one of that fascinating human being. That's all I can say. <laughs> all right, guys, we gonna catch you next time. Be blessed. Bye.